0: Hi, welcome to the TU Sports Extra podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined by Kelly Hines and one of her mini cats. Kelly, introduce your cat. This
1: is Spot. She's Hi, a Spot. Option. Look how Hopefully, cute
0: she is. She's total cute. Hopefully, you're watching the video version and you can see how cute Spot is. Uh, but there we go. And uh, we just started this, so who knows which other cats might make an appearance later. So we don't know. All right. So it's. So it's Thursday, March 9th. A uh, whole lot of basketball to get into. What a great time of year this is. So awesome. Uh, the Not T- at all busy or hectic. It's yeah, it's, it's easy. So the TU men play at six o'clock tonight. We're filming this on Thursday, about three o'clock in the afternoon. So TU has yet to play. Uh, your thoughts on that game? Any any chance that TU has lost to Wichita State twice this year? One game was pretty close. Any chance they pulled well, off the
1: other games were fairly close by TU standards this season? They didn't could yeah, okay. be like some of some of the games um I actually think that this is the most uh like of all of the potential first round um opponents which state is the most favorable matchup for Tulsa um but you know obviously you still have um I, I expect they'll still have some guys out so it's not if they were at full strength I would maybe feel a little bit better um about this this game for them but I, I think it's gonna be tough, but you know, like, like Eric Hunkel said the other day, like, you know, we're, we're zero and zeros. just like everybody else, you know, all the things that coaches say that like, you know, some teams can really latch to that and other, other teams, you know, it's, it's, this has obviously been a difficult year. You just don't know how much fight they have left in them at this point. They've had, had some games when they put out a lot of effort and it didn't go they, their way. They've had games when they didn't put out much effort at all and it didn't go their way. I just, this team, I don't I don't know what to expect at this point, but I do think that this matchup, it could definitely be worse. Do you mind? It could be worse. Um, and then if if you win this game, then then the second round, the next opponent would be Tulane, which is the only team that Tulsa has beaten in, in the American. So I mean, honestly, like it's it's in terms of all of that, it's not the worst possible draw. So um, but it's it's gonna be tough. You know, they they've Lost 11 games in a row and they've been shorthanded for a lot of those games. So um I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see just what what they put out there on the floor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that'll be that'll be telling just to yeah. All right, let's go to uh while your cat sort of attacks you there. Uh, in a loving way. In a loving way, sure, of course. He, he just wants his camera time. He, I get it. She, geez, sorry, okay. no offense. Um, all right, let's talk about uh Let's talk about Kevin Wilson losing two assistants before even the spring game I, I thought that was really unusual and you thought it wasn't quite as unusual why don't you put that in perspective for us?
1: I just know that these things it's still kind of fluid even though we're you know a lot of teams are have a lot of teams have already started spring practice but you know there's still like movement at the NFL level and that that affects the college level I, I just feel like you know stuff hasn't it, it's now getting played out, you know, deeper in into the spring. I'm going to put you down, um, because uh, because of the NFL season and, and the the effect that that has. Um, so I think we're not really used to seeing that with our teams this at this late stage, but it does happen. Um, it's kind of unfortunate when it happens to you twice, but. What I don't really have a good feel for, because this is a, a, a different coaching staff, is you know, what is the contract situation? Like are have these did these guys have contracts that they hadn't signed yet with TU? You? Obviously, you know, money is going to be a big factor for some of these guys, like with Matt Guerrero, it was, you know, I'm told it was more about um, you know, the best fit for his family, as you know, a um young. Child and you know the things things related to like geography. It was gonna be better to be closer to his wife's family and to his family, those things. Um, but obviously power five opportunities, like when when guys have have those um as an option, they're probably gonna want to take those. Um, but it is obviously unusual when when it happens to you twice. So I don't really have a good feel for what the situation is. Um and I don't think it's any sort of indictment on Kevin or on his program or any of that. I don't think that they got here and they're like, oh, gosh, this is terrible. I, I, I got to get out of here. What, what's available? I think it was just, you know, especially with Matt Guerrero, it was more about um, he's a coach on the rise. And they probably weren't going to be able to hold on to him for very long if he had any amount of success. Um and so he, you know, had that other opportunity come up. And I think it was unfortunate, the timing of it for TU. But, you know, I, I think they've recovered well from the special teams coordinator, um, you know, taking another job. They, they brought in a, a young guy who's on the rise also. So that has been resolved. Still looking for a defensive coordinator. You have to think that's going to be resolved really soon because spring ball is just around the corner. So yeah. Um, I don't know what to think about all of that. And I don't know that we'll ever like really know or or maybe actually we'll, we'll have a better, better, a slightly better feel for things beyond, behind the scenes. But I, I don't have that yet with this, um, with this staff.
0: When does spring football start?
1: Well, they're trying to hire a defensive coordinator before spring football starts. Um, We're probably a couple weeks away. They're going to start most likely the week after spring break. So um, but it may not be like that Monday. It may not be like right off the bat because they, they want to have their coordinator in place and, you know, figure some things out before they just run out there for their first spring practice. So, um, but I mean, I, I think the calendar allows for that a little bit, you know, you don't have to um, start in February or early March. Like you, you've, you can work you know, your way through April if you need to. So, and I I expect that's what TU will do. Uh,
0: You're an AP voter. You have been for a couple of years, right?
1: Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on being an AP voter. I will say when, I think the last ballot is, is, I think it's this, it's due this next Monday, this coming Monday. When I'm done with that for the year, like that is just such a sense of relief because it is, not my favorite thing to do. I do take it very seriously, probably too seriously and is very time consuming and it's really a challenge to um, obviously you're not watching all of the game you know it's not possible to watch all of the, the basketball games and when you're done with it, some people might think I never want to do this again but then, I'm not saying that's me. I'm just saying some people out there. But then when they ask you to do it the next season, you're like, sure, I could do that again. And then as you're doing it, you're like, I never want to do this again. I mean, some people might not, not necessarily me. Um, but uh, yeah, I am an AP voter, and I feel like there there should be some sort of medal or something for that.
0: So you know, we're a couple of days from selection Sunday. What can you just kind of give us? You know, some teams you're kind of you've, you've liked this year. You're keeping an eye out on. Uh, maybe a team you're excited to see in the tournament. Just throw throw some throw some teams at us here.
1: I really like Houston yep. a lot. Um, I think that this has been set up for Houston to have a special season, not just because of their personnel, um, but because the Final Four is in Houston. That would be very cool to see. Um, and obviously, being a team in in the American. Um, a, a, program that I've seen up close quite a bit over the last few years. Obviously we're very well aware of, of Kelvin Sampson and, and, you know, his journey. Um, I would love to see him um at least make it to the final four again. Like I would love to see that. So that's um that's a, a team that I've I've had my eye on all season. Um as much as I don't, I haven't always really um I don't know how to say that um as as much of an interesting person Mick Cronin is um I, I find myself intrigued by UCLA a lot um I'll be interested to see if they get that number one seed it was, it was kind of funny how Mick Cronin the other day claimed to not know who Joe Lunardi was um and that was uh exceptionally classic um don't believe that at all um and you know, just interested to see what what happens with with our in-state teams. You know, Oklahoma State. I, I feel like has has made a case. Has just been kind of up and down. And who knows what what the committee will do with a team like that if, if they don't have another win. So um, I don't know. There, I really like Purdue. Um, that's a, another program that I really like. Um, any, literally anyone in the Big Twelve. Um, I feel like has has a chance because that's obviously the best conference in the country. Um, I don't know. There are a lot of, um, I feel like the top 10 is just loaded with, with teams. Um, But even from there, there's, there's another few, I don't know, five or six teams that I could see being right there at the end.
0: So, okay. As a voter, has there been any team maybe this year that you have maybe consistently voted higher than what they've landed at? Like, is there a team that maybe you like that's kind of been a little under the radar or maybe other voters haven't been quite as big of fans of but that you really like?
1: Um, I've been pretty high on UConn all season. And, I mean, I I, I think that's extremely deserved. Um, and uh just feel like the talent that they have and and just being a, a really competitive um, pretty complete team. That, that's been one that I think I, I probably consistently voted higher, um, but not not really. I, I try to stay. I think I stay pretty closely. in like I, I, you know, there were a few weeks when I had Houston at one. When you know, it may other people may have had Alabama or Purdue. Um, I just I've I've been high on that team. I mean, the fact that Houston beat ORU by like forty points, you know that, which I'm not sure that's really like indicative of, of, you know, those teams or anything, but Houston is a very dangerous, very complete team. And I, I just feel like that's, that's one that, um you know, really since the start of the season, I I've, I've felt like they would have a chance at the end.
0: So you're also kind of pulling, uh, I was going to say double duty, Kelly, but we might call it triple duty or something. Uh, some, you're going to be picking it Some a-
1: people might say that. Some might. You, you can. I'll let you say that.
0: <laughs> You'll let me say that. Yeah. Um, you're going to be covering uh, ORU throughout the duration of the tournament. They officially punched their ticket a couple days ago. You were watching that game on TV. Um, I, this is a tough question now because we don't know their draw, but just what would you say in general is ORU's chances uh, in the tournament this year? It's so,
1: it's so, so much of it now comes down to matchups. And it really is going to depend on that, on that matchup because, you look at, you know, St. Thomas, for example, that was a team that that ORU, I wouldn't say struggled with in in the semifinals, but really had to play well down the stretch to to win that game. Um, St. Thomas was a difficult matchup for ORU because they had five guys who were um, athletic and, and could shoot the three and, you know, just had a lot of versatility. But a lot of teams, are going to be a good matchup for ORU um, and they're, they're not going to have that, that same struggle with, and, you know, St. Thomas wasn't even one of the better teams in, in the summit league, but had some different things that, that were problematic for ORU. So I think it just depends on that. I do like this ORU team a lot. Um It's a team that is, you know, to me a lot different from the one two years ago, but um could be almost more problematic. It just really depends on who they play. But, you know, the team two years ago, you know, I know Paul Mills thought that that was a team that would win multiple games in the tournament and obviously did. I I didn't see that with that team, but obviously he knew his team a little bit better than I did. Um, This is a team that I'm like, I could see them winning games in the tournament if they get the right draw. Um, So I... I just can't wait to see what that's going to be because there, there are a lot of teams that I've seen across the country that I'm like, Oh, or you could beat them. They could beat them. They could win that game. It just really depends on, on who they get. Sure. Sure. But there's, there's a ton of potential with this team. I mean, um, adding uh, Connor Vanover, um, you know, obviously when you have a seven five guy that, that, you know, that makes you a, a difficult team to deal with. Um it, he had six blocks the other night and it's not just his size. It's what he does with his size. You know, I think he, he's, he has that component on defense that other teams have to really try to figure out, you know, how to deal with because most teams don't have to go up against someone that's tall. So, um, you know, obviously we can talk about Max Eastness and, and everything he brings to the table, but um, there's so many pieces on this team that, that make them um, pretty complete. And obviously they, they're, very good at shooting the three. They have they feed off each other very well. They they are they are able to go on these runs that um that provide separation or if they're having a down moment they overcome that with with a 10-0 run and then suddenly they're in firm control. Um, They just have a lot of different pieces that play really well together. And I, I think that they're exceptionally dangerous, especially once once you get to March. Which is apparently the month
0: that we're in, so it works out well. It works out well. So I, I, you know, I'm always fascinated to hear local, or I'm sorry, national pundits, if you will, talk about our local teams, because it's fascinating to hear the national perception of teams that we see and read about and watch every day. I've heard multiple guys, I'm not sure, I'd, I'd mention the names if I remember, but I don't, but I've heard multiple people say, Uh, in sort of handicapping the tournament that this team is better than the sweet sixteen team. Do you agree with that? You kind of just from hearing your explanation, seems like you're leaning that way.
1: I I feel like it's it's a more dangerous team because of those pieces. Because Uh you can have a you know a quiet night from from one of your role players and they have quite a few on this team. And then it just seems like someone else has a a really game like Patrick Mwamba coming off the bench and, and scoring 20 points when, when he was dealing with an ankle injury and his story is kind of incredible how, how we wound up at ORU and, and just kind of the person he is. And, you know, that's a guy who at times is overshadowed because they have, they have other pieces. I mean, they, they, their depth is pretty incredible. And the fact that they're still able, they have one of the best guards in the country and yet they're still able to have like really balanced scoring. I mean, like, I, I just, i am not, Used to a team like this that has this many weapons, and you're okay with some guys not having their best night it's like, okay, it's not your night. Here's another guy over here. Here are actually five other guys, and you saw that um, at the beginning of of that championship game when you know you was able to to you know really just get going um, from the start, and I think the all five starters scored in, like, the first, like, three minutes. They brought in a couple more guys off the bench. They both scored in the next two minutes. Like, you're just – you're getting production from a lot of different guys. So, I – I this isn't like it was two years ago when it was the Max Ace and Kevin O'Banner show, and they were the nation's top-scoring duo, and Max led the country in, in points. And this is not that team. This is a team that um, – Max is going to get his 20 points, like, without a doubt. And he's going to have – the ability to score 20 points and a half and in a flurry, but this he's, this team is more than him. And I think that's when you're starting to get, you know, more attention, um, because you don't have to rely on, you know, one guy or two guys.
0: Like this is, this is a team that that has a lot of options. Do you think Paul Mills could be a candidate for uh, Texas tech?
1: I think that'd be a really good fit for him. I think that's definitely someone they should consider. Um, I, it's just you know I I think that he's done an incredible job with this program and I don't think anyone could blame him for for moving on or doing what's right for him or looking at other options any of those things um I I just think that he's um he's a really good coach and his and, and the way that he's able to get the most out of his players um I just think that he he has a, a really good dynamic with them so um I I think that he's someone that, um, you know, years down the road, we're going to look back at, at this, this time at ORU as being special. And obviously it has been, but, um, I, I feel like he's going to get, um, he's going to have opportunities like at, at any point, I, but I think that would be a really, a, a good place for him.
0: Yep. All right. Anything else on your mind or shall we end it there? I think that's good. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody checking us out. You can download us for free on Google, Apple, or Spotify. Kelly and I usually come at you once a week. Uh, Today, it's Thursday, but next week, who knows? Could be any, any day of the week. We might just surprise people. So there you have it. All right, Kelly, appreciate the knowledge as always. We'll talk later. All right. Sounds good.